Good evening. It's the Couch Potato Sports Report here with Mo Better T Bird and the other guy, OG. I see you, T Bird. Okay. I see you, OG. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Look, it's crunch time. We've got a little over a week until Christmas. I hope for your sake that you finish with your Christmas shopping. Wrapped under the tree. Christmas shopping. Shoot. I ain't got to do that no more. Okay, I, Grinch. I didn't get y'all nothing. But, <laughs> I mean, I, you know. Yeah. There was really no expectation there, Dex. I'm not, I'm not going to front. Yeah. We just, I, I, I just want you to keep that going for the years right. from now on. Okay. Just a permanent right. expectation. You do so much for us. How could we ever ask for anything more? I was just saying that to myself earlier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. OG, yeah. I know you got your Christmas done, don't you? It's it's good to be a kid at the OG household. I'll just wow. I'll just put that up. Do you there. have like a budget, or do you just get them everything on the list? Oh, they they've got a lot under there, but at their age, they're all small little things. So it's yeah. not it's not that bad. It gets more expensive as I get older. If I had a kid five and under, they would get like cardboard boxes because that's all they really play with anyway. This is true. Yeah. This is yeah. true. All right, Jim. Let's get into some sports talk. Look. We're kind of getting into the swing of things with the NBA season. The Hawks, let's not, let's be honest. They look pretty bad, OG. They are. And we had talked when they had some early success and T-Bird was ready to just slide them into the finals (laughs) um, uh, that it's going to work and everything is going to be kosher until it's not. And then it's going to be the snowball effect. And we're in the middle of that. I mean, they went from you know, five or six games above 500 to now I mean, they're just, they're just ninth seed. Like what, what is this? So they're out of the playoffs and here's the thing. And it's, it's, it's the variable for each team every year. Injuries, T-Bird. Hawks are terrible. <laughs> they got some internal problems. I think Trey Young is part of it. And Nate is a wimp. And he won't coach his uh, – uh, he won't call his boys out and coach him up. And I just I just think Nate is an old-school coach and the game has kind of passed him by because they're terrible. They're terrible. Well, there, there's some bad habits. And, again, with Murray being out, with Collins being out, and now Capella is out, that's going to have an impact. It's yeah. going to put more pressure on Trey to score – and the problem that we're having with Trey as we're seeing him develop is he's kind of a loose cannon at times in terms of just sticking to the fundamentals, driving the ball and being a creator. He settles a lot of times for 30 foot threes. And I, I think I heard a stat that said he's got more um, 25 footers than, than Steph Curry. And like, who cares, dude? That's that's just terrible. And I go back to Nate again. You must stop that. We played the Chicago Bulls the other night. We was up double digits again. I counted. When they made their run, they never shot a jump shot. Mm. Everything was in the back. Uh, DeRozan was just driving to the basket, getting fouled and making points. Mm-hmm. You know what we do? We come down. We shoot 30-footers. They get long rebounds and drive all the way to the basket. Mm-hmm. That's what we done. Last night, uh, was it last night they played or night before last? Night before. One of the worst teams in the league, the Orlando Magic. Mm-hmm. You know what they done? They drove the ball to the basket the whole game. Mm-hmm. Now, Nate's standing over there with his arms folded. You can't tell your team, I want the ball in the paint, all shots in the paint. Oh, geez. Is it the coach's fault if players have bad habits? It's the coach's fault to coach better habits and, and make them better players. So, in a way, yeah. yeah make corrections. Is. Make adjustments. Does Nate have when, when, with the exception of a timeout? Does Nate have any other pose except for no, that? No, that, that's no, all he said. Stern step he, dad. Like that's, what it, that's what it is. Yeah, he's like a he stands there like he's confused. Now, I heard a thing about. They said that back in the day, Nate was an in-your-face coach. What the hell happened? I mean, what what, what happened? I mean. If I'm a if I'm a coach in this league, as long as Nate man, I ain't gonna let no little punk come in there like Trey Young and and 
if they fire me, it's because we're going to do it my way. Well, here's the thing that's interesting and kind of disappointing, but also what did we expect? Again, Nate reluctantly accepted this head coach position. I think that he was very clear in, hey, this is not for me. And he was talking to it. I'm sure he got a nice payday. And I'm sure he certainly was like, hey, we support you. And and we're behind you, coach. And whatever your vision is. And for that, there's a little glimmer of maybe I can. But no, his initial instinct of, you know, I just, that's just not for me. I wish he had stuck with that. And I wish yeah. Atlanta would do a better job of really seeking out, putting out the feelers, making the right contacts, making the right connections, networking, to find a coach that's a good fit, not not just for this team, but for this city. Yeah, he's he's I think I think the Hawks did Nate a disservice, the team a disservice, and obviously the city by kind of you know square peg round hole. Like Nate is mm-hmm. not the guy. He made it clear that this is not for him, but mm-hmm. yet they they kind of pushed the issue. And this is the result. We this is the result. Like this is what we asked for and, and they wanted. And mm-hmm. here's here's what that has, has done. Well, I think it's clear that his days are numbered. And um, if he gets fired, I already got the coach. Who? Mark Jackson. Oh. Yes. He the, has the most annoying voice. I don't care what he got. He he he. The guy's a winner. He he was winning with Golden State. That was his team that Steve Kerr took over. Are you, are you saying then that the success that the, that Golden State has is was based on the blueprint that Mike Mark Jackson created? I think it has something to do with it. I really do. Um, did nobody know Steph Curry until Mark Jackson had him? Steph Curry was—he was a late-round pick, uh, number seven, and they had started winning. They had started but, winning, but, but he had a problem with the front office, and it might have been some other things. I think he got blackballed for some reason. Mark Jackson is a hell of a coach. I don't care what you say. Mark Jackson, OG. It. Y'all ain't got to agree with me. I, I think I I can see it making sense only because he knows how to play. He I mean he was a great player in his day. He was a great three point shooter, so I think he could coach Trey a bit on you know wise shot selection. Uh, because one of one of Trey's bad habits is he's got a little um, uh, uh, James Harden in him, and he mm-hmm. doesn't pass. Right. But then he he forces up shots from wherever just because he wants the ball and he wants to score. But Mark Jackson passed. That's a great he, he thing. He was a Mark. felicitator. So, but, but you know what? I hear that. And I have a lot of respect for his basketball IQ, but I think you would run into the same problem that you have with Nate in that he's old school. And I think, no, what we he's need, not. I think what we need is a younger coach who understands the evolution of the game and is able to really kind of inspire these players to buy in to something bigger than themselves. Defensive-minded coach would be nice, too. He is defensive-minded. Mark Jackson, I'm going to have to correct you, OG. He wasn't a three-point shooter. He was a felicitator. He was a, he, he, you know, he was, he was all about the pass. He scored, but he was all about the pass. Mark Jackson he kind of brought in that that kind of wide open thing that Steph and them do. Kerr just expanded on it. Mark Jackson loves defense, and he's going to get in somebody's jock if they ain't playing the way that they should. If you're saying that he was the grandfather of the Splash Brothers who shoot three-pointers, no, I don't want him in Atlanta because I think that that would be I think that's a, signal, not, a signal to the team. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think to that points. extent. I think Kerr expanded on that. That's what I'm saying. Mm, either, I, either way it goes, guys. Well, well, Mo, you know I want the ball going to the basket. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think from the coaches that are left, I think Mark Jackson would be a great fit here. Because he ain't going to put up with all that prima donna stuff. I do agree with that. Yeah. 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 All right, folks, we are going to take a break here on the Couch Save Sports Report. Stick with us. We'll be back to talk some Braves. Stick around. (laughs) 
Hey, this is producer Dex with the Couch Potato Sports Report. I have so much fun watching these guys talk about sports like they're sitting around a water cooler. There are a few things that can compare to sharing your peace of mind about something that you care about. Have you ever thought about telling the world what you know? That's where Podbean comes in. Podbean is a podcast platform that combines live streaming, analytics, a website, and more all in one place. You can create, record, distribute, manage, and monetize your pod from a desktop or phone app. Start with the basic free plan and receive a $100 credit for advertising to build your audience. Now go to the show notes, click on the link, and you will receive $100 advertising credit when you start your podcast today. Also, it's a great way to support the show. Hey, this is Mo Better with the Council Tater Sports Report. I'd love for you to join us for what always promises to be an entertaining and lively discussion on the latest news in sports. And trust me, I need all the support I can get because refereeing these matchups with T-Bird and the other guy is no easy task. But it's always a lot of fun. Tune in Fridays at 6 o'clock. We are back here live on the Calvin's Head Sports Report here at Mission Road Studios in Cartersville, live every every Friday at 6 o'clock. Y'all are welcome to join us. You all are welcome to join us. You can join us on Podbean. We'd love to have your questions and feedback. You can like us on Facebook. You can find us on any platforms from Spotify to... Are we on Pandora? That is literally the only platform we're not on. Pandora is kind of a hard one to get onto, but it doesn't matter. Nobody listens to podcasts on Pandora. But just yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. You I can or find you, us on the couch spot now. I was gonna say that. It took you too long. You can like us on Twitter, the couch spot at the the couch spot at yeah. the couch spot. All right, sorry. Was, it, was that a drum roll? Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> a, it was a dramatic pause for talking about your beloved Braves. Yeah, baseball season is over. But there's a lot of chatter, a lot of a lot of moving parts to um, kind of, I don't know, <clears throat> making some adjustments, handling some very serious business here in the offseason. I'm getting a little nervous, OG, that we still haven't heard any news about signing Dansby Swanson. And the longer we wait, the less likely it's going to happen. Wow. Because the Braves have spent some money and they're up against the uh, almost the pay cap the pay ceiling before they get they have to pay oh wow i forget what 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 that's called but the cap the luxury the cap, tax the luxury tax they, yes they said it they'll go over yeah they need they're gonna have to if they want uh, if they want to get him but the longer they wait the more likely that the cubs for example who are the favorites right now to get Dansby. really let's think about that and uh they are and uh, the red sox may be in too yep but I think I don't know what Double A doing. Uh, what I think he's let the market settle because Dan's been the last one. Yeah, of the big four, he's the last he's one. He's the last one. So I know they offered Dansby. I mean, Dansby counted them with six years and one forty. That's easy money to me. You sign him with that. Yeah. So. um I'm going to have to agree with you on that one. But, you know, the way some people's bank accounts are set up, that just isn't, you got to kind of wait until, you know, at the end of the month, you got to check, see what you got. That's, that's kind of what happens. That's like the last bill to pay. You know, you got water, you got Dansby, you know, it's in that order. But interestingly, the Dodgers, uh, I heard a little chatter that the Dodgers, because they are in the need for a shortstop because theirs went to uh, to the Phillies. Yeah. Wait. What if they? What if they assembled another uh, another member of the uh, World Series winning team? I know that would be gut wrenching for I, him to go to it. He who shall free. not be named. Yeah. And just think, if he goes there, uh, they could hide him very well because they got hitters all over the place. Yeah. You know, they, and they hit in Atlanta. We hit. We don't hit all the time. So Dancy could easily go there and have another big year because the pressure ain't on him. Right. Yeah, he had to carry. He, he had year. to carry us. So so 
But it goes back to if Dansby wants to be in Atlanta, he'll be in Atlanta. But the money, I mean, it just why would you want to go to the Cubs? They ain't gonna win nothing. They not, they not gonna win anything. Why would you want to go to Boston? They not gonna win anything. They're they're so far behind both of those clubs. So if he goes to one of them, it's strictly for the money. Right, but it it's hard to when your when your hometown team, the team you've all you've grown up watching, you you've been in the backyard. You know, you grew up in Kennesaw. When they lowball you and there's no talks or not much talking going on right now, while the market is still hot, it doesn't give a good feeling. And then when it they does, do give right. you money, uh-huh. it's several million dollars a year short of you know the, the value of of the other big three. And by the way, thirteen years, eleven years, and thirteen years. I know. Like they got to pay up some money for some long time and, and they're that's going to put them over the cap. I just, I don't know if it's going to happen. Well, here's my question. And Dansby has been a solid, great player. Let's get inside his head a little bit. Shouldn't he chase the money at this point? Probably. I mean, every player wants to get as much as they can, but yeah, but, I mean, but at the same time, you gotta. I, I think you have to put it in perspective. OG, when you th- okay, if I'm, uh, he already making what eight nine million, right? Dansby won't anywhere between twenty three and twenty five. To me, I think he's worth that for what he brings to our team. But uh, apparently, Double A don't think he's. I think Double A think he's worth around nineteen to twenty. Either way, like. I mean, it's easy for it's us to say. It's still a lot of money. That's that's plenty of that's stupid money. Like yeah. you're not going to spend. Well, I guess you could spend it all, but <laughs> it's it. He's going to get paid either way. I just I think it's the commitment and just the fact that the Braves aren't willing to. They, they just lowball. That just that's a spitting in his face. It, and, and they they lowball. And and I just don't. I don't really don't understand that that type of strategy for the chemistry. That you got, you already, you know how many years it takes for teams to get the chemistry they got on their infield, and 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 you don't want to. You sometimes you got to take that chance and 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 go for it. And we already replaced the player that should not be named last year, so we got we got new new person in that chemistry. And then you know we're talking about another one at the uh, right. But uh, I also read that his wife. Is from Chicago and plays on yes. the. On the mm. She's not from Chicago. She's from Littleton, Colorado. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, yeah, just correct in the record. Oh. But she does play for the Chicago Sun. Is it Red Stars? Yeah, I think yes. so. Yeah, I'm yeah. About basketball. Some communist name, but <laughs> but, but yeah. still, think about it. What well, he go to Chicago? Oh, who cares that she plays there? I mean, they can get on a plane. They can get on private jet anytime they want and go wherever they want. If he want to go there, he can go there. So to me, that that for me, that just don't mean all that much. He, he gonna go up there and buy a house for in Chicago because she plays there. And then once he's done and she done, they gonna move, leave Chicago because who wants to be up there in eighteen feet of snow? So you know, Disney's do a mega deal, and we've had a few. Um, splashes this offseason with some major, major contracts for some infielders. So Carlos got $300 million, Turner $280, um, and they're for more than 10 years. So whoever, however, surely the thought process I'm thinking for Dansby is max money for max years, right? Because this will be the last big contract that he'll get in his career, don't you think, OG? Yeah, he's, he's what, 26 or so? I mean, No, he's 29, 28. I mean, if, if he got a ten-year deal, boy, he. But them, them other boys going into their forties. See, to me, the prime deal is six years. I give him six years and one forty. They turned it down. I would too. I'm talking about the Braves turned it down. Oh, they turned Dansby. Uh, no. Yeah. Really. Yeah. That they they gave Dansby they they offered Dansby a hundred million during the season. He turned that down. He counted with six years, 140. They turned him down. That, that, that's what you want right there. That, that's the writing on the wall, OG. Yeah. I, I, I also heard 
uh, Max Fried, conflicting reports about Max Fried and his, you know, viability on the trade market. And some people say yes, some people say no. You know, the Braves are saying one thing, but you can't take that seriously. I, I think if, I think they deal anybody, I mean, they'd sell their souls for a deal. It it, it kind of looked like it. I mean, they throwing it out there. It was some talk and about Fried and we don't find out hell you never know what double a gonna do i mean he'll just pop right out and see what he wants to do is he want to keep this stuff with dansby on the low you know the brave but dansby even called them and said hey man let's let's talk about this this is the word they was talking about the other day and and that i i, I don't know if i like that strategy i don't I, you, that's your player man talk to him communicate i don't like that Speaking of kind of age, so <clears throat> several players that are getting up there in age, uh, especially a couple of pitchers, have gotten some very large deals. And like I think it was uh, Degrom from the Met, he was on the IL for half the year, but yet they just they're just writing checks. They look checks. Verlander, yeah, that guy's about to turn forty years yeah. old. They looking at his upside. They they saying, look at what he is when he when he owns. He could win twenty games for you. I mean. But, that's they, what you're that's, that's what, what you're they're buying. banking on. Yeah. The, the thing that concerns me, and I don't want this to be an Atlanta issue, but I've noticed it across the board in all Atlanta sports, is when a player apparently passes his usefulness, there's a level of disrespect that's just yeah, Matt Ryan. not even necessary. Matt Ryan. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But Matt is dumb, though. But think about Dominique. Think yeah. about the the, the list goes on yeah. and on and on about just how I mean why would you not accept why would you not have a friendly conversation and work this out? It's, there should be no gray area in terms of how you feel about Dansby Swanson. There should be no gray area there. That's right. When you done said publicly that you want him, you said that. You said we want Dansby here, so it it don't sound like it to us that you want him here. Yeah. So I'm. I'm I'm disappointed right now because you got a good thing working with your with the chemistry of your team, and that's important. I don't care how many great players you have. Yeah. Ain't no chemistry. Ain't no champions. We know what you want for Christmas. I want Dansby <laughs> in Atlanta. I like that. All right, folks, we're going to take a break here on the Captain Tate Sports Report. When we come back, we're going to talk some mm, Falcons. Big oh. changes. Stick with us. Why would you hold on to a stale old auto policy when you have a fresh new car? New ride, new you, new plan, right? The LeVette Group will assess the new you for a tailored policy that meets all your requirements. So why not update your auto needs with a personalized plan from the LeVette Group? Call me, Todd Dean, to find the best package that fits you. I can be reached at 678-777-7718. Again, I'm Todd Dean of the LeVette Group, and you can reach me at 678-777-7718. When shopping for homeowners insurance, understand that any broker can bundle to save you money. The LeVette Group takes insurance further with personalized agent attention. We are always available to advocate for you and your family when processing claims and adjusting for your insurance requirements. Call me, Todd Dean, to find the best package that fits you. I can be reached at 678 777 7718. Again, I'm Todd Dean of the LeVette Group, and you can reach me at 678 777 7718. We are here on the Couch to Sports Report. I'm feeling kind of petty tonight. I don't know why. A little petty, Betty action. A little bit. A little bit. No, shh. You, 
jumping on everybody, ignoring people. Most been. Why are you lying? That's just women, though. See that? That's and that and you wonder why, and you wonder why you stay in the doghouse. You wonder why I'm always fussing at you. It's because of that. And you want and you wonder why we take off. (laughs) She doesn't fuss at me, T Bird. That's just you. You're a gentleman, and you're a joy, and you're a pleasure, OG. Thank you. Thank you. I'm a normal human being. That's long. That's low right there, boy. Look, that's speaking low. of low, low. Uh, I would love to be a fly on the wall at Mariota's house right about now. So, Braves, Bray, not Braves, Falcons made a really big decision, y'all, to inch Mariota for the rest of the year, supposedly on injured reserve. And I think he had a knee procedure. He's got one scheduled. But we're going with Ritter. We're riding with, we're riding with the rookie. Well, uh, you just wonder if Mariota was still starting, would he have a knee problem? Exactly. You understand? Yeah. So if he ditched the team like that, I don't have no more respect for him. Wait, because did, did, I liked him. Did he ditch the team though, OG? I mean he ain't he at did the have fa- a new baby. But know? he ain't at the facility. Okay, if you on IR, you can be at the facility. And he ain't getting his knee down to next week. He's at the newborn. He's at the hospital. Baby. You know, with the baby. Uh, the baby done came on. They don't leave people in there for no week no more. You come on the same day. He's got a, he's on diaper duty. Well, I, I'm, I'm disappointed in that because he said he was going to help those kids any kind of way he could and look at what he done. That's not. He seems to be pouting a little bit. Is, he that, does. is that just me? What no, you he does. Do? Yeah, but he's not that good. Like, <laughs> I mean, let's just call a spade to spade. I like, mean, he, that's true. He. I I know he's what we had. He was the best QB out there, more or less. So that's what the Falcons got. And you were hopeful that he would play better than he is uh, historically has. But we all knew that Riz- Ritter could be the QB of the future. It's not Mariota. And now that they're you know statistically not eliminated, but it's not looking good to win the division. What? Why not do it? And get the young man some some experience, but as long as he is, as long as Ritter is accurate throwing the ball, I think we have a better chance to win than with Mariota. Okay, question. So, and we'll have next week. We'll have a guest joining us, Jordan, from the YouTube channel. What's his last name? Uh, I don't know about his last name, but I just know his name is Jordan. He's from uh, Cut and Drive. Okay. He, he he gave a great analysis on YouTube on his channel about. Um, Ritter, and so he's going to join us next week, and uh, I will have his information in the show notes, so go ahead and check that out. There'll be a link to the description of the show that I was talking about, so go ahead and check that out. All right, so really, guys, I want to hear an honest analysis of Mariota. So let's say let's say coach and staff are like, Marcus, go out there and show us what you got. This is your starting position to lose. Give us your best. Show us that you still, quote, got it. Show us that you still have the ability to lead a team to, to if not a championship, a winning season. So what do you, how do you grade him, OG? He failed. He failed. I mean, Big look, fat F? Look, I, gave him, I gave him a D because he, he is a runner in a run heavy offense like th- that's no Bennett. we already have that skill we don't need another guy that can run the ball we need a guy that can throw the ball more than 10 yards down the field that's what the falcons need to do to win to utilize these these big name you know receivers and you know kyle pitts and and um drake london that we spend all this these high draft picks on let's utilize these guys so throw the ball more we can't throw the ball more than 10 yards down the field accurately whatsoever so we we do all these dips and dunks and run the you stack eight defense stacks eight in the box we can't do that anymore and we lose games left right and center so he doesn't have an arm anymore t-bird what else well it's it's i agree with og is uh i think what done it for him when he missed alameda zakia's wide open he missed drake london wide open and those were key moments in the game and hopefully Arthur Smith said, I, I, I can't have this. I mean, those were key moments in the game. And he just missed them. They were wide, A open. And I even got pissed off. But he, he just can't throw. Mm-hmm. I, I I look at the way he grips the ball. It don't look like he gripped the ball. It looked like the ball just sits up on his hand 
the way he releases it. So I think you had to make a move here. And uh, um, we it's too early to say right now if Ritter is going to be your quarterback of the future. Mm-hmm. These four games going to tell us a lot whether you need to draft a quarterback in the draft or not. So if I'm Ritter, I'm going to go out there and try to play my butt off mm-hmm. to, to try to solidify that spot because we it's evident that we need a quarterback and need, we need one yesterday. Yeah, so we, if he shows that he's got an arm, if he shows he's got big enough hands to grip the football, and if he shows that he can be accurate, then that will cover a multitude of sins. That's See? the key because he got a he got a strong arm. We don't need him him to win the game. We have playmakers to do that. We just mm. need him to get them the ball, get manage, them the ball and and manage the until he's got he's he's got a couple games un, under his belt and he's got a little more experience. But like speaking of young quarterback, look at 49ers with Brock Purdy. Oh my God! Yes. Did I see him on the injury report this week though? They, I think you did, but I think he's gonna play. Mm-hmm. This is the thing with that. And see, Kyle Shanahan puts him in position to be successful. Yes. And the passes that the game, I don't know if it was against the Rams, whoever, but the passes that he threw, they were sure enough. You put the ball in playmaker's hands and you let him go. And, and you know, you, you know, we had that offense. And matter of fact, that was Matt Ryan's best year as a yes, pro under Kyle Shanahan. Mm-hmm. So play design, uh, uh, calling the right play at the right time, that means a lot. Coaching means a lot. Arthur Smith. And and he could, I mean, and pretty, he was very accurate. Yeah. I mean, he went, he went what, 11 for 11 before his first throwaway? And they then, were high percentage passes. And, and, and he could throw the ball 20 yards down the field with very good accuracy and his playmakers did the rest. Why can't it seems like a simple concept? I, well, again, play call. Let's just think about the plays that we don't do. We never run screens. We never run screen. We might do the little, uh, the, the uh, bubble screen, but a screen to the running back with blockers out in front, the old school screen. We never run that. Caleb Huntley would kill that, okay? We never run Caleb Huntley more. That boy, if we put him on the practice squad, somebody going to snatch him. I guarantee you. You better keep him on the main squad. So, again, I think we got to have some play calling to benefit Ritter, get him comfortable. But you got to let him throw the ball down the field because you got to stretch the defense. Make the cornerbacks play. Don't they make our cornerbacks play nothing? Mm-hmm. And that's why they get but make the other team's cornerbacks play. Is it about again? Do you think Ritter already has the trust of the coaches and his teammates, or is that what this is all about? Is allowing him the opportunity to do that? If I had to guess, I would say there was already some players that were pretty discouraged with Mariota mm. in the locker room. So he it's a low bar and as long as he does a little bit and shows some progress and some improvement, you know, the, the Falcons passing game improvement, I think I think he will be fast become a uh, well-liked uh, the, the most liked quarterback. As 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 good as our running game is, you got to be able to do play action. You got to. And Marcus Mariota had the play action last week that he did or the week before that he did not execute. You got to make those plays. You five and eight. We ain't going to even talk about the games we should have won because we have to talk about them every year. But Dean Pease was talking about it's got to be a culture change. Well, we y'all need to change the culture or something because I'm tired of losing. It's every week. A culture change. I mean, they supposedly we have that every year. So that, I, that's what I'm talking about. And then, uh, not to interrupt you, Mo, but. When you get on the defensive side of the ball, OG, we we give up chunks. We give up. It's third and eighteen. They get it. They they in the middle in the middle of the field is where we give up them chunk play. Where the hell are the linebackers at? You know, I mean, I, I don't understand it. We can to bring it full circle. Um, we've got a changing of the guard here, OG, and I don't know. I'm torn. So I kind of. I didn't read the article because I didn't want to be tempted. 
So, all right. So we're giving Ritter this opportunity to show what he's got. Great. His draft pick might as well. He could certainly surprise and become that next great franchise player. But Russell, Russell, Russell Wilson, you know, it's not looking good in Denver and they've been eliminated from playoffs and maybe they blow the whole thing up because, Hey, this just isn't working. Russell gonna be could the quarterback. We, could we could we go sniffing for a Russell? No. I would love. Oh, you ain't ready to get him. He made his his money is outrageous. We'd be right back where we were with Matt Ryan. I'm okay with that, but no, you got to get other parts. We already got enough. We, we, no, we don't. Let me ask y'all this: in the draft, what you drafting? O line, defense, D line, O line. I'm drafting. If I got. Eight picks, I'm drafting eight pass rushes. Because we ain't got – that's what hurts our secondary. Hell, they got nine seconds to throw the ball. I you mean, can't guard nobody for nine seconds. Why didn't Why didn't we just sneak in? I mean, did anybody think that Von Miller would be playing till he was 100? I mean, good grief. I know he's hurt again this year, but I bet you, he, I bet you he'll come back. Yeah, but – I'm he's just, consistent, though, even in his, even though he's 85. He's consistent. Let me just tell you, and I ain't no Dallas Cowboy fan, but let me tell you what they've done. It's the, they done made Dan Quinn look like he's a genius. Really? <laughs> they yeah. really have. Who the thunk Because it? when he was calling plays for our, our defense, the commentators, I don't even know what that is. Mm-hmm. Okay? But let me tell you what they got. They're five. They're down linemen. They're all pass rushes. Yep. Okay? They're all Michael Parsons, all them other cats. They rush the pass. The deep, the interior guys, they they pass rushes playing D line. That's why they get they they like they when they come get the quarterback, they like some hyenas. They just come, you know what I mean? Yeah, and and they all it seems like they every play, it's a it's 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 a quick release. They're rushing, they're you know, the quarterback's gonna make quick. And Mike and Mike, Michael Parsons can play all eleven all, times all over the place. Guess who got six sacks for them? Yes, who? Dante Fowler. He got six sacks for the Dallas Cowboys. He could get six sacks in three years in Atlanta. That's terrible. It's amazing what amazing what a coach can do or scheme. And when you got better players to where you ain't feeling the pressure. See, he out there having fun now. Because they got all these other cats that's good. But you know what? And maybe this is a philosophical question. If you have the right coach, if you have the right scheme, you can be an average player if you can understand and if you can, what's the word I want to execute? If you can execute. Execution means a lot. you, You don't have to be the best. And that's why I'm, I just wish that Atlanta would buy into that philosophy. I don't know if even if you have to do something underhanded to offer somebody who's already somewhere else some yeah. more money, do it. If they if they if they're proven, again let's 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 be lazy about it for once and stop trying to build a coach or build a no. Go out there and get somebody who's a proven record, maybe a little bit on the shady side, and paying the money. What do we, OG? What do we say every year? We say. Um, yeah, we need to uh, start losing the rest of the game so we can get a draft pick. Bump that. Mm-hmm. We've been getting draft picks for 10 years, and we still ain't no good. High mm-hmm. draft picks. Then you pick a Karis McKinley, a Vic Beasley. A, Keanu. A, a, yeah. A, a, a O'Neal. Yeah. Now, I liked him. He, I think with a good team, he could have been okay. Mm-hmm. But any, any with Tampa Bay now? Uh, yeah. We were so bad. We just, we, I'm, I'm just, it's just awful to watch, man. No gas, no, no, it's just awful. The, I think we need a veteran coach. We, we go the cheap route and mm-hmm. just we, every year, every year. The mm-hmm. only exception, I think, it right now is the 49ers defensive coordinator, Demarco Ryan's. That man can coach, and he looks like a football coach. He does, he looks and like he will get up in your grill and tell you like it is. Mm. That's the only Good exception. Choice. Of, of of new you know a new a would be new head coach. That's a good okay, choice. Okay, all right. So I've heard a little. I don't think it'll happen, but I've heard some grumblings about it being time for um, Steelers coach Mike Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin. Um, he ain't going. Uh, 
I, I, I would again. I would find it. I would be very shocked. But just in case, y'all. I oh mean, yeah. I hire Mike Tumlin tomorrow. Oh yeah. But you know, anytime you have a losing season, you're gonna always hear this man. This is first losing season. Yeah. And you're gonna fire? And it be there what like twenty years? Almost fifteen. Almost fifteen. Yeah, I 15. was gonna say he's been there for the longest. And the coach so. before him was there for like twenty. Yeah, Bill Cowher. Yeah, they don't Cowell. just switch people out. And then Chuck, no. So, so you, you, nice you would be though. crazy to fire him after one lose. They would be crazy. Okay. You, so Bruce Arians is available, mm. uh, although he's he's a little older, uh, a proven winner. And if we want proven winners, uh, I hear. Tom Brady is uh, going to be a free agent at the end of the season. Tom Brady needs to retire. And Bruce, wasn't Arians his coach before? Yes. That's See, something, something's some, about that smelling to me. That's one reason why Arians left. Him and Tom Brady had, they had a thing going on. Well, yeah. But I, and I they, they trying to keep it low. I understand that because Bruce is the coach, but Tom is a coach on the field. And, and in, with Belichick, they they were on the same page. They could understand that, and you know that's a different thing. But Tom is the coach on the field, he, and and they butted head. I'm sure they. You did. know, they butted head because a, you. I don't care who you are. You ain't gonna run my team. Look, it's my team. I read a. I didn't read the story because I was like, sure. I don't want to believe that that's true because I, I like Tom Brady because what he's done for the game. Yes, I'm imagine. sure he tried to do it, but supposedly he's been having like secret meetings with the players. Yes, and I heard. Plays yes. and coaches don't know until. Game day, yes. What do y'all? I mean, isn't that kind of slim shady? I'm gonna get in his. I'm gonna get in his butt, OG. I don't care if you are the goat. This is my team. I agree. I agree. And he's not doing the team a, a very. You know, he's not oh. playing well. But the team they let him. To, a lot of players. A lot of players left and new faces yeah. and all that. It's a combination of things. I think he's got another good year or two. I just don't think he's the quarterback for us. With our with oh, our Tom scheme, Brady? no, I don't want Tom Brady. He's forty five years old. I don't want so him. ain't nothing wrong with being forty five. I don't care. He 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 nearly won a title last I, year. Oh uh, yeah, that was last year. We talking about this year. He, he looks, he looks bad. Is is he going to be better than what we got? Is he no. better than Mariota? Well, yeah, but we ain't got Mariota no more. We got Ritter. I take Ritter over Tom Brady. That's I, saying a lot. Tom, look, I it looked like he's catching up with him. Ritter yeah. hadn't even played a game yet. We don't I know. don't want Tom Brady in Atlanta. That's the end of. But I want Russell. I don't want Tom yeah, Brady. You'd go to every game, Russell wouldn't Wilson. you, Mo? We know Tom why. Brady would not be. Su- let me tell tickets. you why. Before we go to break, let me tell you why Tom Brady would not be successful in Atlanta. Because we don't have a line that can protect him. This is true. They will kill him. Yeah, literally. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> can you imagine the world would hate Atlanta even more? Y'all kill Tom Brady. Prima Donna. <laughs> Y'all stick with us here on the Couch State of Sports Report. We come back. Inevitably, we have to talk about soccer. The World Cup is coming up. So stick around. Please. Hey, this is producer Dex with the Couch Potato Sports Report. I have so much fun watching these guys talk about sports like they're sitting around a water cooler. There are a few things that can compare to sharing your peace of mind about something that you care about. Have you ever thought about telling the world what you know? That's where Podbean comes in. Podbean is a podcast platform that combines live streaming, analytics, a website, and more all in one place. You can create, record, distribute, manage, and monetize your pod from a desktop or phone app. Start with the basic free plan and receive a $100 credit for advertising to build your audience. Now go to the show notes. Click on the link and you will receive $100 advertising credit when you start your podcast today. Also, it's a great way to support the show. Hey, this is T-Bird from the Couch Potato Sports Report. I think about Atlanta sports all the time, but I talk about them every Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern here on Podbean. Follow the link, join myself, Mo, and the other guy as we'll discuss all Atlanta sports from the Braves to the Hawks and the Falcons. Again, join me, T-Bird, with Mo and the other guy every Friday at 6 p.m. live. The episodes will be available on Spotify, Apple, and wherever you listen.
that was an interesting thing you said during break, T Bird. But I wonder, like, if we were to like each get a cash app if we don't have it, and like give our cash app during the podcast, do you think people would like just you randomly know, send they, us money? They might do that. You no. never know. That, you, no, you you never know. That's desperation. Uh, that's uh, that's not. We need money. Do we really? Hey, folks! Money? I just want to tell y'all. If y'all want to donate to the Casper State of Sports Report, let's get a Patreon page then. We, we, you know, we'll we cash. actually have one. We do? Yeah. What is that? Let's utilize I, that. Yeah, I know. We're just, not doing cash app. That's... Do, you guys, do you guys think I'm the only... Uh, I mean, yeah, actually, that's my fault. I will, I will put it on. But this oh, isn't gee. the only podcast I work for, so... We'll take cash app, and if somebody want to send us some money, they can do it. That's what you call donations. That's what you call donations. You know what big corporation? Uh, well, they don't use Cash App. That's right. for sure. That I don't care. Ca- that makes no, me uncomfortable. I don't. Zell. I don't care if it. But makes think y'all about it. If somebody's like, "Hey, yeah, we're you know we're going to provide five families with Christmas this year. Just Cash App us some money." I'm like, and then they give this like their personal Pookie twenty five dollar oh, sign. It's oh, like, so how you, we know Pookie is really giving the money to the families and not going you, to Applebee's? Let me tell mm-hmm. you something. Let me, let me just make a point. If uh, somebody said, like, at a particular building that I know, they have donors come in, they they try to smooth up to the donors so they give them money, right? Yeah. They, you know, they have a donor dinner and all this kind of stuff. Okay. Somebody said, yeah, man, uh, I'll shoot you. This might be an old school guy. I'll shoot you uh, $20,000 on cash app. Will you take that? Yeah. You don't think they would take it on cash out? They gotta pay taxes. Can we on get that. to um World Cup? Wait, wait, wait a minute. Hold on now. No, this is the wait a minute. Y'all ain't gonna bogart. Sports Y'all report. not gonna bogart me on not my the, show. Not the broke Y'all gonna bogart me on my show? Here we go. Okay, go That's ahead. a different show, T Bird. What? You can talk about that on a different show. No. This is the sports report. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. We we need money. Oh? There's a lot better ways to do it than through cash out. Uh-uh. Well, give me your, how you going to do it, OG? You can PayPal me. You can Zell me. You can do PayPal. Yeah. Patreon. But you don't want to do cash out? No. Same thing. No, no, no it, it's, it, there's a difference. You're, you may be too old to know the difference, but there's a difference. Uh, don't don't come with that no more now. Yeah, right. I've got now, PayPal. Now y'all, you get, See, I got you, Mo. No, y'all. My nonprofit has PayPal. Nah, does uh, not have cash app. And I will uh, not uh, make uh, it have cash uh, app. Just because you don't got cash app, Mo, that don't mean that it don't work. But just because everybody got it don't mean it makes it right. Thank you. It's an easy way to send money That's to you. It's, That's it's an problem. easy way to it's send money easy. to your children. It's there's too a, easy. There's a lot of other. Oh man, y'all, y'all ain't nothing but y'all. No, I kind, no you... kind of checks and balances at all on that. All right, all yeah. right. So look, well, World Cup. So we got our two set. It's Argentina <clears throat> and France. Um, Lionel Don't Messi and me. Kylian. How you pronounce this guy's last name? Mbappe. Mbappe. Yeah. So, yeah, Sunday. <laughs> I was rooting for Morocco, yo. I wanted to bring some couscous in here so we could celebrate. <laughs> Dexter. Yeah, man. Put that cash up on there. Okay. <laughs> hey, uh, you know, be honest with you, and you know, I was mentioning this to OG earlier. At that level, at the semifinal level, all the Cinderella stuff goes away. You know, um, Croatia. They got crushed. They got crushed. You know, it's, it wasn't so much they got crushed. The game plan was to score early. And then that would be because that would basically shut down Morocco because Morocco, they only got scored upon by an own goal. And it was incredibly lucky. They were just they just had a game plan. They had solid midfield, solid defense. And then their counter strike game was just on point. So that's how they won all their games. But, you know, I mean, I'm not going to say they got exposed or anything, but they were free. They were facing a team that just. They've, they've been there and they're already loaded so but can we at least you know kind of acknowledge that they did make history and it was exciting to see a new face a cinderella story because I mean, we know france is probably gonna win didn't they win last last time yeah they won last time i mean but here's the thing it wasn't just them there was also croatia there's also japan that showed up and you know had a really good tournament so there was like a lot of those teams but at that level there's a difference you know the cream rises so it's why in the in the NCAA tournament rarely does a Cinderella make it to the elite eight. Yeah. Oh yeah. Gonzaga's out after eight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you just, you're facing 
the best of the best and mm-hmm. you know the, a lot less kind of fluke chances but see uh, i would have thought that like you know england is, is hearing so much about the premier league and all that see i thought that they were like are they are they second tier no, to no. france and no 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 i mean here's the thing when, when you look at like league a which is french mm-hmm. it's like the psg is their top team but they're also better than most other teams in other leagues where with uh the premier league a lot of those teams are fairly even so any mm. of your top four are just the top-notch teams but i mean all those teams are really good but then they're also not all completely made up of english players now the english players that played they they got exposed a lot of those guys oh, wow they, yeah yeah they got exposed like no question so about basically it. you're saying that pretty much on an on an international scale most soccer teams whether for whatever country they play for benefit from the top talent from any country not necessarily their own country oh yeah yeah yes. they all come from everywhere i mean i'd say the biggest exporter of soccer players right now is uruguay so really oh yeah i mean before it was uh brazil for the longest time and then yeah uruguay colombia has also done a lot yeah i mean don't get me wrong. England does well. Germany does well. Italy does well. Spain, Spain, Portugal, all those guys, they have really good players and they have great programs. But when it comes down to it and you're looking for creativity, things like that, you go South America. So so is this going to be a, an exciting game with Argentina and France, OG? Yes. Yes. This, Why? So so Messi and Mbappe is is the equivalent of like LeBron and of versus Jordan. Like these Ooh. are two superstars and although france is top to bottom probably the most talented team messi may be the best he may be the goat of soccer <gasps> don't not pele yeah i said he, oh. he's in the conversation he no, may be he's way better than pele stop that yeah I he doesn't it. even have a movie yet but but messi is maybe the best player on the planet and may because this is probably his last one he may just will his team what what i mean what makes him an excite what makes him good i don't get it he's just kicking the ball the creativity and how to get past defenders and he's got moves he's got moves okay he's got moves he can pass it's it's like watching mozart it's he's just he's something else it's just you can't touch him you can't it, it's you ever watch um wayne gretzky play yes and all the biggest complaints from you know all of his competitors that they could never hit him mm-hmm. you know he wasn't the fastest he wasn't the strongest he was always the most creative same thing with uh messi it's not the well he actually is one of the mm-hmm. fastest but he's not the strongest but he's the most but you're creative. talking he's, about dethroning Pele, though, Dex. I mean, it's he's in yeah. the conversation, and I'm sorry, Mo, but Pele was a long time ago. Yeah, well, Pele, I mean, Pele was a long time ago, and also the level of competition is just completely different. I mean, right now the argument is always, you know, who's better, Ronaldo or Messi, and mm-hmm. I'm kind of hoping that the French team wins, so the conversation, uh, you know, the argument between Messi and Ronaldo will keep going because if Messi wins. It's settled at that point. So. What happened to this is so random, but I have to say it because I was thinking about it. I forget it. What happened to the the kid? It was like maybe maybe five to ten years ago. He was like a prodigy, and he was like fourteen years old. And he Freddie Adu, Josie Altador. I think so. Freddie Adu probably. Freddie Adu. Yeah, yeah. Where is he now? Uh, I don't know, but all I know is like. Uh, he didn't live up to the hype. Really? Yeah. I mean, injuries also didn't hurt, but he didn't live up to the hype. He was good, good. He's like MLS good. He was MLS. Ooh. He was good for America, but when he got to the international state, everybody is as good as he is. Mm. So he's he's average. Uh, I mean, not just that. They have more experience. They have, you know, they know their league. They know their plays better. I mean, he, he got exposed. He's a little light in the ass to, you know, try and, you know, play around in Italy. So what's, what's the golden boot? Why is that important? The golden boot is, um, you know, I guess it's for the best strikers or the best players. Golden ball is for the best player. Golden boot is for like the best strikers. Uh, Let me ask you this. Uh, What's been the ratings for the World Cup? I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know about the ratings for it, but. So we talk about ratings. We we can't just look Uh at the U.S. ratings because soccer is the world's 
I'm Barbie. talking about the World Cup. I said World Cup. I didn't say U.S. I said World Cup. What's the ratings for this World Cup? I'm sure they're not. Now great. here's the thing, though. But like, it's not great. No, I mean, normally okay. World I mean, y'all, LG, you were saying that everybody watches. Everybody does, but it's still going to be more than any one of these games is going to be more than Super Bowl. Now, I will say is this. Yeah. I've been reading and hearing that this particular matchup between Argentina Give me a and France is going, is in an international level, is going to break some records because this apparently is like a dream matchup. Am I, so, am I right? I mean, so it's the, one of them. Yeah, definitely. The semifinals, uh, France versus Croatia, 20 million viewers. So that's, that's... Super Bowl draws more than 20 million. It does. But the... That's the semifinal. You know, you tell me the AFC championship. How many viewers is I'm that? just Uh-oh. saying Uh-oh. the Super Bowl. I mean, the Super Bowl draws more than 20 million. The headline from I'm The Athletic, too. a reputable source, says, World Cup final set to break TV records. No other single sporting event comes close. Okay, OG. I, I can see that. That's your assignment for next week. I want you to bring me them results. Okay. I can, and when when I'm right, I just I just want you to hear OG I, I, Dex. I, I ain't you saying right. nothing. I'm just saying I want you to bring the results to the show, so I'll know. What Sundays at early in the morning, late at night? Um, yeah, I think I feel like it's uh in the afternoon or something like that. I want to say two o'clock. Oh no, that's not going to happen. No, but here's the thing: is normally World Cup is during the summer. This year it had to be during the winter, so because year, of how hot it is in Qatar. In Qatar. So that that game's gonna be on at two a.m. in the morning here. No, it's gonna be at ten. A, it's the the finals Sunday at ten a.m. Okay, I'll, I'll, if I'll oh ten a.m. here. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch that if I'm up. I'll watch it if you're up. Yeah. Sleep till noon. I'm on Sundays. I try. Shoot, I sleep till noon almost every day. <laughs> Nobody likes to show off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll watch. We'll watch it. Come on, T Bird. We'll watch it. Let's I watch mean, it. I've been watching some of the regular World Cup. Just you know, I watch some. What's interesting to me is like, and I don't know if it's because it's coming on Fox, right? Yep. Okay, that's why. Because I'm like every store, doctor's office I go into, it's on. It's on. You know, I, I mean, I gotta say that I am intrigued by soccer. Yeah. Or uh, football. Uh. And when I watch, uh, I've tried to see the difference. You know, when I called you that time, yeah, I've tried to see the difference in the level of play mm-hmm. from MLS, MSL, MLS, MLS, uh-huh. whatever. And uh, maybe, maybe you can see, you know, a soccer guru like OG can see that difference. But I got to watch more. I've seen some differences, you know. Maybe a little bit higher level on some things. Think but. of it like chess. Like they're constantly trying to move players in and out of the way so they can make plays because they have the same amount of you know players on each side. So you have to move people up. You have to double team some people because they're so fast. And and it's really about the setup. It's it's the yeah. the the pass in right in front of the goal where all the excitement is, and then and then it's a quick kick or a one timer they call yeah, it. But I think in America, you know, I'm just saying the difference. We like scoring. You understand? Yeah, but think of the value of the score. Uh, if you only see like one or two a game, uh, the emotion you built up sixty minutes of emotional. I, 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 I understand that. Yeah, but in America, we're impatient. No, no, we no, no. Want no. Score. You you went after me all for for fifteen minutes when we were talking about scoring and how boring some of the the baseball playoff games were. The one to zero for eighteen innings, and you. That's the boring game watching. No, it's not. It, it, it yeah. you went on and on yeah. about that. So I don't want to hear nothing about scoring from I did, you. But that's an American game. Well, here's here's my question. So I'm gonna so yeah. I mean, really, just you're a bigot, T Bird. <laughs> what? what? Did you hear that? Yeah, man. did yeah. That is, did, that did. was pretty like xenophobic. Yeah, man. yeah. That was pretty yeah. Pretty xenophobic. Yeah. Oh, what they say? He's a patriot. So, <laughs> this is my question. So, Messi is—he's kind of getting up there in age. Yep. Yeah. We'll so, well, can I expect to see some of these moves, some of this creativity when I see him Sunday, or, or is oh he- yeah, oh, oh yeah, no question. He's gonna leave it out there. But here's the thing: he does this thing with um, when he plays. He doesn't touch the ball for like the first five minutes because he's busy viewing how other people react to the ball. 
So he's watching other people, and he does more walking than he actually does running. But when, he, when he's on the ball, you're not. But they let him do that him. because he's who he is, right? No, they he. It's just part of his strategy. So if if it makes him better, it makes him better. He, he's gonna. It's he's part of who he is. He's scouting you while while you're playing or whatever. He's he's standing back scouting. I see what you're saying, but can can. Uh, can can somebody in MLS do that? Like uh, they could, but Joe, Joe, that coach ain't gonna let him do it, is he? Oh yeah, because he like to, Yeah, they would. But see, MLS is not cerebral. It's like the difference between watching uh, five year olds or four year olds play and teenagers play. It's there's uh, with four year olds. There's like a lot of running and kicking. There's very little strategy, and it's the same thing with MLS. There's a lot of running and kicking. There isn't as much strategy. I mean, you just you watch this out of the past. It's, it's a, like a pickup game. It's ML, a different ML, level. MLS is kind maybe of. at best. Yeah, it's, it's a different level. It, yeah. It's like watching single A and and MLB. It's just a different skill level. Well, I'm just saying, if I get up at 10 o'clock on a Sunday, I expect to see some exciting strategy, some you creativity. Will. Yes, there yes. will. Yes. Expecting definitely be to some see excitement. that. All right, guys. Well, so we got we got our Sunday plan. So, ooh, Falcons play the Saints Sunday, don't they? Yeah. T Bird, just breathe. breathe. Eat your little con- drink your little cognac. It's been a rough All right, gentlemen, it's been a great show. Any final words? T Bird, look at him. I mean, really. He's just so disappointed. We love you. I'm tired. All right. Well, have a good evening, gentlemen. Till next time. See you. <laughs>